0: Welcome back to the podcast, where I keep track of all my crazy, random jokes, positive thoughts, serious topics I want to talk about, or negative bitchy things I have to get out, which I may end up making fun of for being mad about, and put them through the juicer, because it's getting juicy with peaches and cream. I don't know if that sentence made sense. There's a certain point in the podcast where I could just stop doing that at the beginning, but this is episode three, and I don't know when I am supposed to do that. So. We're just going to jump into this. All of my random thoughts that I like to keep track of. There will not be a video for this episode of Getting Juicy. Just so everybody knows, I had to go check on my rice, so I hope nothing ends up messing up the microphone. I check it three times like I always do. And y'all know me, I'm horrible at segways, so we're just going to jump into this. I may in the future just do this like a number listed format type thing. I don't know if I got to finish my last thought, but I've been so sore this past week. My skin has been exhausted Miss this thing. And I just didn't want to get in drag. So I'm literally filming an empty wall <laughs> where I'm not sitting. I'm sitting next to my camera recording. So yeah, there will be no video for this week of getting juicy which I may, you never know when that might stop. So don't rely just on watching getting Juicy on my YouTube. And please just don't wait until it's on my YouTube to watch it because I really would love for it to go towards the podcast. I'm not going to be keeping track of my podcast like I do my YouTube, just because, girl, I don't know how to, you know? I can't, like, I don't know if I have to look across all the different platforms in order to, like, get the diagnostics or whatever it's called. But um, even on YouTube, I'm not that good with that kind of stuff. So, but the first thing I wanted to talk about was this is a topic that has been branched out for a couple years. And it's not even that serious of a topic, but um, Bob and Monet recently talked about it on Sibling Rivalry. I wouldn't mind talking about it now. on getting juicy. Is Disney. Now, it's actually been across drag platforms that I've heard this discussion the most about if, if it's if is weird, if it is weird for a person to be a huge fan of Disney when they're like a grown ass adult. Well, if you watch Disney movies, the first thing that came in my head is, of course, Disney makes their movies for all ages to enjoy. Majority of their movies, not all of their movies, but a majority, they do have their niche markets just for this specific demographic. But it just always, I'm always so curious whenever um, drag queens specifically or people in general talk about that. Because people that are fans of drag, it could be asked the same thing of them the gender they are. You know, some people in drag are their at birth identity, but hyper, what, hyper what, hyper stylized, like it's, they're a man being a man, or they're a woman being a woman, now there are like, they're like classic drag queens, which is a male dressing as a woman, or a woman dressing up as a man, but anybody could do drag, so that's why I don't really understand why people are like, because it's, to me, drag is just a big game of dress up. And that's why I'm like, dress up is a childlike thing. So if Disney is a childlike thing, and it's weird for somebody to be into Disney, then it would be weird for somebody to be in to drag because drag is like the art form and the adult version of dress up. If that makes sense. I think that's the reason why a man as a drag queen is, I hate to say the most popular kind of drag queen, but it's the elephant in the room that that is the most popular kind of drag because I just said the most popular kind of drag queen. Well, a drag king isn't a drag queen. And some people like to be referred as drag royalty now. And we just, that's the world. That's just how the world is. It always has been, but people have just steadily said drag queen, drag queen, drag queen, because the biggest stigma was men being feminine. You know, Sometimes, and I don't want to minimalize anybody's experiences, but sometimes Tomboys, which is a girl that is masculine, the whole tomboy word is problematic itself. But to me, that is, um, it was it was almost like enjoyed, you know? If a man's daughter was a tomboy, it was a good thing. But if a man's son was feminine, it was bad. You know, and this, I didn't realize it was going to get into this deep of a discussion when I'm just talking about Disney, you know? But... That's what, in my mind, it really narrows down to is, you know, that. Because to some people in this, in like the world we live in today, we have made so much progress, but there still are people who don't fuck with us because we're drag queens or because we're gay or this, that, and the other, or because we're non-binary or because that person's trans, you know? And it just, I always compare it to drag whenever I hear it talked about. And I hear it talked about most on drag shows. But that's because the most, all the shows, my sentences are running together. That's because all of my shows that I listen to or watch are queer ran or ran by um, people who are fans of drag queens. Who are right there in the world of drag and are allies for drag queens and queer people. I think it was discussed on Nicole's podcast, too. Because somebody was like, I think one of her guests might have mentioned that they thought it was weird if a grown-up is into Disney. But I just wanted to talk about it on my podcast because it's discussed amongst so many different podcasts. And I don't have a problem with people. I'm into Disney, honey. Disney movies are really, they have really good messages. I know that, like, people love to find, like... Um. It's like when they they're like, Oh, if you play this record backwards, you're gonna hear Satan in it. They love to try to find like little weird things in Disney that make it seem like it's bad. <laughs> but that's just a random thought I've always had when I hear people say that. And speaking of Disney, oh my goodness. Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, honey, you might as well just have cable because of the price of all these things first first point-blank period of all the tea. Um, <laughs> that didn't even make sense. I wish there was an app that lets you put all of your streaming services that you subscribe to in one app, so you don't have to jump around from, like, thingy to thingy. <laughs> I was thinking about this and how all the different subscriptions there are nowadays, and then this memory popped up in my head, honey! <laughs> I had a friend who was telling me about a Netflix show. This was back when I was in high middle school. Yes, honey, middle school. Netflix was the T. It was the big thing, bopping and booming. Well, my friend wanted me to see something on Netflix that I had never seen before. And with her own according, I don't know if that's the right wording, on her own accord, she gave me her Netflix to sign into. But every time she got mad at me... <laughs> about something she would kick me off of the netflix and then it got to a point where she realized like how she was like seeming by doing it so she would always try to come up with an excuse as to why she had to do and i'm like girl really because she was just mad at me <laughs> and it was just a thought that i had you know because the only reason why i started using their netflix was because they gave it to me I just thought it was funny. It was a thought that I had when I was thinking about putting all these streaming services together. And speaking of television programming and television shows. You know, I talked about how fun it would be for drag queens to do Wipeout or test the courses. Returning April 1st on... Oh, good lord. I should have checked that out. I'm going to guess CBS. No, no, no. NBC. Who's the one with the peacock? NBC. NBC, BBC, oh, oh, oh. and I am talking about the UK one. Okay, okay, too much, too much. Um, Wipeout is returning, honey. I single-handedly brought back Wipeout just by discussing it on my brand new podcast that tens of people listen to. <laughs> no, I'm, ah. I'm grateful for all my listeners and supporters of all the art that I do. But I just wanted to jokingly say that I... Single-handedly brought back Wipeout by discussing it. I'm really excited for these um, hosts. I almost called them judges. Like, they're gonna... You didn't get wiped out enough, so you're out. No, that's not how it is. The hosts. I don't know if they're gonna be doing every other... Oh, no, 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 because when it was on back on the day... When it was on back in the day, there was the two Johns. And... I mean... As a kid, it was funny. You could tell that that demographic was for kids. But um, I don't really see John Cena as like a kid person. Maybe he is. But I see him as like a queer ally because he's done a lot of stuff for that. And Nicole is just so hilarious. I hope that she's not like kid Nicole. You know what I mean? Like they do Unnailed It. But even then Nailed It is able to really let Nicole shine through. And I know that I will be tuning in April 1st. Probably at 8 PM, honey. Everything new is on at 8 PM. <laughs> I will be tuning in to see Wipeout. Um speaking of, John Cena is so fine, honey. Girl. And that was gonna be my segue into this next one, but I don't know if I can make that work, honey. But all I was my next one, it's a random thought. I can't open Insta or Twitter in public and it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> because sometimes booty o Dick pop up. Because on Instagram and Twitter, well, not Instagram, more so, t- like you're allowed to, have to put an ass on Instagram. But on Twitter, honey, a whole ass. I'll be looking at a meme, Nicole Byer tweeting something silly, and then all of a sudden, a whole porn scene bombs up. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And let me tell you, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, <laughs> they call her cuckoo for a reason missing. Oh my goodness. I honestly had to follow some of, unfollow some of the Drag Race girls just because <laughs> so much porn was coming up on my Twitter. <laughs> And I just didn't, I just, half the time on Twitter, what you're seeing is what other people have liked or retweeted. You're not even seeing that person's like regular tweet. Used to start using it to just tweet out my negative thoughts and stuff. But (laughs) I stopped doing that, honey. Um, Not even negative thoughts. It was just real things that I didn't have the courage to say, say, like I would say on here or I would post on Facebook. Because it was my, like, smallest platform. But let me tell you something about my Twitter. My Twitter is popping, okay? I have Ross Matthews following me. Mr. Malone, okay? Margaret Cho followed my old account, but... I can't remember why I was remaking a new account. Oh, I remember why. I'm not going to get into that this episode. But I was making a new Twitter account. And I tweeted, can y'all go follow this account? I have to get rid of this account. Bitch, guess who went and followed that account? Without me tagging him. Without me asking him. Ross motherfucking Matthews. (laughs) I love Ross, bitch. And for me to, like, have my Twitter be such a shit-talky place, I need... I cleaned it up, honey. I really cleaned it up. But I'm really liking Twitter more. I'm liking Instagram more. Facebook is so weird. Adding somebody on Facebook and then never speaking to them is like if you were to show up to that person's house... Walk in the door and then just ignore them, but be in their house all day. You people don't make sense that do that. Like, what is going on, honey? Is everything okay? Like, what kind of, like, what, what, what's going on? Like, this bitch a couple times over just did it. Like, the only reason why I re-added her was because, like, okay, this time she gets the memo, like, once she got kicked out because it was eight months and this bitch wouldn't speak to me, so I got rid of her ass. I just retweeted um, a brunch show she was having out because I was thinking about going to it. The bitch still fucking ignores me. So I'm about to delete her ass again. She sent me the friend request, honey. I didn't go out seeking this hoe. I'm not seeking Amy. (laughs) Why do people send you friend requests just to ignore you? That, like, I cannot stand Facebook. I'm about to change it to where you have to follow me instead of add me as a friend. So then that way, I don't have to fucking, ugh, truly, bitch, truly. That's, because then it gets me the thought of, like, you're being shady. Do you want to see my shit and know about me and, like, not, like, like, girl, this one performer would never, ever support any of my shows that I create, but you bet your ass every time she had a new fucking page or a new show or a new digital thing she was performing in. Guess who got a fucking link for it? But guess through get but guess who throughout the whole pandemic never got one invite to be in a digital show she was hosting or any sort of the Me, bitch, like you really have to think about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, if every time I release an episode of my YouTube, anything I do on my YouTube, getting juicy, Peaches Teaches, Peach or Pit, A Peach of My Life, Peaches plays. If I sent those every single time I had one out to a bitch on my motherfucking Facebook without asking them to be a part of it ever, do you know how fucking weird I would feel? I don't know if, like, being this introspective and, like, like I guess self-conscious, it's a blessing and a curse because I see some of the way these bitches act, and I'm like, well, no, like, you were acting a f- like, ooh, girl, I don't want to get into it too much. I don't want to get into it too much. I really don't. Girl, now you know why this episode is the way it is. Mama's hurting, honey. Mama's hurting. For certain. While I'm heated like this, I was also, I was getting caught up on Sibling Rivalry by Bob and my... This is the Sibling Rivalry review podcast, I guess. But... (laughs) I found out that there is four different Santas at Macy's, and not one is Middle Eastern, Turkish specifically. Like, the fucking origins of Santa. White Santa, Black Santa, Asian Santa, and then a Santa that speaks Hispanic. Honey. Miss Thing. <laughs> I'm like, shook. I'm like, girl, what? Macy's. What? <laughs> but you know, um... Last episode... Oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to take a break. I have to go check on my rice. I have heartburn, so I made some rice. So I'll be right back. Okay, we're back, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Ah, I wanted to do that so badly, and I never have the past two episodes. Okay, everyone, welcome back. I love... Oh, my gosh. That, like... I used to... Oh, I do that for Peaches Teaches. That overly, like, welcome to the channel, and this is what we're doing today... Sometimes it cringes me out when I do it, but I just, it's cute for like a specific platform, plataforma. Um, the reason why I started doing it and I slip into it sometimes is because I'm not, I like never had a microphone for YouTube before. So I put on this fierce ass announcer voice, honey, but at the same time, This is kind of how, like, when I get excitable and I'm, like, talking fast and, like, about something that I'm, like, and I'm not just talking about, like, mundane, random, everyday shit. Like, this is, like, just my, like, excitable tone. When I just talk naturally, I talk like this. But I always try to put a little bit more into it because I'm trying to entertain right now, you know? And it just seems like, but y'all know, this is, like, another random thought. People are in a constant battle to seem mature possibly more mature than they are. But at the same time, oh I'm so young and beautiful and young, young youth. Ooh, but I'm mature and old and know everything. Like pick Elaine. And like and if people didn't say pick Elaine Bennett so much, I would use that joke, but girl, I said it first. No. <laughs> now I'm Jackie B. <laughs> if you're a regular listener on the podcast that I'm sure you'll know. Um, last week I celebrated my birthday, and I had mentioned that I feel like none of my friend friends, because I do like to consider my fans and supporters friends on like a level. I know that y'all can't really know me 100%, unless like you become in my friend group. But that's the thing; I don't have a friend group. You know, everybody talks about finding your tribe, which kind of seems like a problematic term, but anyways, anyways, your tribe or your group of people, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm too weird, too different, too, I don't know, too whatever I am, to find that, um, anywhere I go, I'm just always, like, an outcast, and there are those situations where you make yourself the outcast, but, girl, there have been times where I've been trying literally tooth and nail, I don't know what that means, but I've, like, tried so hard that I said that, like, phrase that I don't even know, and it just, nothing ever seems to work, and, like, it just seems like my friends do not speak to me unless there's something that they could benefit, and I just, I don't know, I don't know, because, like, I would just love to talk to them sometimes and hang out with them, like, I don't need nothing from it other than their friendship. And it just seems like that's not good enough on my end for them. So after my birthday, that's really what I've been thinking about. And I really am going to like rethink and re like a lot of the relationships I have in my life where I consider them a friend. I think how does that somebody said this before and it really it really shines true figuratively, but kind of literally I think about them more than they even fucking care about me. Like, you know what I mean? And it feels that way, you know, um, this isn't like the friend therapy podcast, but if you tell your friends what you need, and it it is like mundane shit, like just, I need to hear from you more, and they can't oblige, that's just an example, that's something that your friends should be able to fix if they're your friend. I just used that as an example because I didn't want y'all to think it was like, a serious talk, you know what I mean? Like, don't go to that college you want to, you know what I mean? That's like, girl, fuck you, you know what I mean? But if it's something like, hey, that thing you do I don't really like, can you stop doing that around me? And they don't do it. That's, I don't know what that relationship is, but that's not a friend. And I just, unless that person just has issues listening, I don't know, honey. It's just social situations and relationships frustrate me because I'm so bad at them like, one-on-one with people. Like, I never know who I could be myself with. Like, what am I supposed to do? Lead with? Sorry. If I don't talk too much, I'm nervous. Because that either weirds people out more than just me, like, being myself. Or then the whole conversation is kind of centered on it because that person is, I guess, centered on making me feel comfortable. But at the same time, there are those people who treat you like a science project because you have anxiety and nervousness because then people tell you oh don't be nervous but then judge the fuck out of you Ooh, judge the fuck out of you but honey i need to get this on a lighter funnier note before i end this episode of getting juicy it was juicy as fuck this episode honey i'm all sticky (laughs) um <laughs> a random thought I wrote down. So this is something funny to talk about. Is I love when you don't have to style the back of a wig, <laughs> and that has been me for a minute, honey. With getting you ju- no peach, well getting juicy par- partially, but also peacher pit. <laughs> uh, when you film like videos, you could just get away with like the front watch a lot of drag content you know that because you could always see drag queens there's always those moments we always try to not catch them but there's always those moments where the girl turns too much and you see like a chip clip holding the dress on tighter than it is because mama's been working on her summer body you know or the titties out some girl i hate when that happens for me you know but yeah it's nice sometimes i am gonna be styling full well i have styled full wigs But I'm going to do it more because I want to film lip syncs. So, yeah, if you have any, I don't know, I love requests from people. So if you have any lip sync song you want to hear me, like, will see me lip sync and dance to, let me know and maybe I'll learn the song and lip sync for it and y'all can see what I would do for it. You know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Record scratch, but this time I'm going to actually put it in. I forgot it last week. Okay. <laughs> it was so, oh my god, I feel so stupid for forgetting that. I was about to end with um, a thought that I had written down. Then right below it, I noticed a thought that I didn't say. And I just wanted to say, I'm just going to read it and then move on. You can, like, process it how you will. I wrote, I was watching Spy by Melissa McCarthy on my birthday when I read this. Oh, no movie review this week. Boats are water cars and submarines are water planes? <laughs> because, in the, no, I'm not even going to explain it. I'm moving on. Because <laughs> I want to wrap up this getting juicy. And what I, I also want to do is <clears throat> I wrote this down. I want to entertain the masses. So please tell me what you need for me to improve all of my projects. If you have anything on your mind, please let me know. I am beyond open. Beyond open. If you, if You could watch this episode right now. Honey, my legs are in the air. I am beyond open to... Constructive criticism. (laughs) Uh, Can never be smooth. But my name is Peaches and Cream. (laughs) And this was getting juicy. That flowed nice. Okay, that was the smoothness thing. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. And for being a lovely listener. I use Anchor to create my podcast. You could find the video for Getting Juicy and all my other projects on my YouTube channel, Peaches Spacebar, E-N apostrophe, C-R-E-A-M. You can follow me on Instagram at Peaches underscore E-N-C-R-E-A-M. No apostrophe because Instagram's like, no. And I think that is everything. Be sure to follow the podcast anywhere you're listening. And leave Mama a review if you could. I think you can do that. But thank you all for listening. And... It ain't my fault that it's time to end the podcast (laughs) Goodbye